Welcome to the Gary Talley Podcast. Gary Talley, founding member of the Box Tops, fun stories from Memphis music and more. And now here's Gary Talley. Hello, limited audience. <laughs> well, listen, we're gonna we're gonna want the world to share you and love you and hear these stories. You know, I've known Gary since 1980, but I'll tell you what: way back in the 60s, Gary was in Memphis and he was part of a, the a, an amazing music year, 1967, the Summer of Love. Uh-huh. And and so, you know, what we're gonna be doing in this podcast is thinking of fun stories from Memphis and the box tops. And more importantly, uh, you know, just what Gary's doing today in Nashville and just, you know, and we want to hear from you. What do you want to know about all the the experiences and fun things that you experienced, Gary? So I want to start off with a quick question. Mm-hmm. How did the box tops get together and what year was that? 1967, I got a call from John Evans, who was a keyboard player for the DeVilles, which later became the box tops. And so... Uh, we had played in a band called the In Crowd, which was just a, another Memphis garage band, basically. And uh, so I went over to, I guess, audition, and we went over to Alex Chilton's house. It was a really nice house in a nice part of town, and his mom had an art gallery on the second floor of the house. And um, we uh, we went in the house, and I remember... Alex was bl- wearing a black T-shirt, and and I'd never seen a black T-shirt before. <laughs> I thought they were all white. Uh-huh. And uh, he was smoking in his house at fifteen, well, sixteen years old. Uh-huh. You know, his parents let him smoke in the house, which is like, wow, wow. this is different. You know, and uh, we did a rehearsal. We played a few songs, and the. They liked what I did, you know, so they hired me, but. This was before we became the Box Tops. It was still the DeVilles. Okay, so who all was in the DeVilles? John, you, Alex, and, and was uh, was Bill in it? Bill was almost in it. He, uh, Russ Kakamisi was the bass player when I first joined, and then Bill joined right after I did. This mm-hmm. may be two months after I did. And now who was the original drummer? Danny Smythe. Okay. John so, Evans on keyboards. And uh-huh. Alex played rhythm guitar and I played lead. Oh, wow. So you were a five-piece band mm-hmm. and you were just uh, kids having fun, playing dances around and, and, mm-hmm. and parties or whatnot. Did they have uh, dance clubs like they did in Atlanta and, and Nashville? Yeah, they had a lot of like teen clubs. Teen you know, clubs. Where, where kids could go. One of them was called the Go-Go Club, I think. And then we'd play at skating rinks and... Uh, uh, like Lions Clubs and miscellaneous stuff like that. Right. Kind of, what, what were the kind of songs you learned when you started the DeVilles? One of them was Summer in the City by Levin's. Wow, so that was a hit at the time. Yep. And uh, we did a song called No Good to Cry by the Wild Weeds, <laughs> which was on the charts. And uh, we found out later that it was written by Big Al Anderson from NRBQ. Uh-huh. We didn't know it at the time. but uh, And uh, we learned, gosh, what other songs did we do? We did just whatever was on the radio back then. Uh, I bet you did House of the Rising Sun. Yes. Yeah. We did that. Yeah. Um, I know we did some, uh, we did some Otis Redding stuff. 
because we all like to R and B. You know, we listen to the soul music stations in Memphis. So yeah, well, but, and we love the Beatles too. You know, so we did some Beatles tunes. In fact, I remember working up uh, with a little help from my friends. Oh, really? So Sergeant Pepper had already come out. Yeah. Well, that you know, I mean, you know, Memphis. You know, a lot of people don't know how much influential Memf- uh, music came from Memphis. But you know, that was Elvis. That was Stax. That was uh, um, you know uh, Sam Phillips. Um, mm-hmm. And then the radio stations there. And then Al Green over it. Willie Mitchell's studio. Yeah, Willie Mitchell had all the Al Green stuff. So there was such a uh, an amazing amount of between Chips Moman and mm-hmm. American Sound and, and all those guys. I, the world doesn't even have a clue how much amazing world-famous music came out of Memphis, and a lot of it did migrate later to here where we are today, Nashville. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, I'm sitting here seeing, Gary, when you start thinking about it, you got so many stories in that <laughs> that head of yours that the world has probably never heard. And this is a way for you to tell a story. So this is what I've learned, folks. I didn't know. The box tops was really called the DeVille. Well, yeah. How'd you spell that? Uh, I guess we spelled it D-E-V-I-L-L-E-S, the DeVilles. I don't did, think we had yeah. any. Did you have it on the drum head? Because, you know, that was real big in the 60s to put your band's name on the drum head. You know, I remember when we changed the name to the box tops that we had it on the drum head then, but I don't remember having it on the drum head when we were the DeVilles. Well, you know, this is our initial podcast, and, and and I want everybody to know that I want Gary to tell more of these stories. He's got so many of them that you're going to love to hear, And uh, but more importantly, you guys came up with the name of the box tops? Well, everybody has a, a different recollection of how it happened. The way I remember it was, we knew we had to change the name when we released the letter because the name DeVille's was already trademarked or something. And so we had to have a different name. And I just remember all of a sudden our manager saying, okay, now you're the box tops. I think he thought of it. Oh, really? Our manager, as far as I remember, nobody in the band thought of that. Oh, wow. So everybody was okay with that, and it just said, hey, let's just do it. We were it. okay with it, but we thought it was, we didn't think it was a very good name. But then the letter became number one, and we said, oh, okay, I guess it's a good <laughs> well, name. Oh, you know, I was a kid in Bristol, Tennessee, and I remember when that record was on the radio, uh, and we all used to listen to AM radio in those days, because that's where the pop station was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what a great record. Alex sang it so good. You guys mm-hmm. were just, uh, in fact, you probably don't remember this, but when I was a kid, I'm a little younger than you, not a lot. You guys played at uh, the college in Bristol, Tennessee, and I remember seeing you guys play there, and it was so neat to hear Alex and sing those songs. And mm-hmm. I remember we had big Fender amps. I don't know if you remember that, but it looked like uh, Fender basements, and uh-huh. so there was. We there did was have basements and twins. Twins. I remember all the because I wanted a Fender amp so bad I could taste it, and I went, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh, that's great!" So, anyway. We're starting this podcast, and what you want to do, Gary's going to share this on his social media. So let Gary know on his Facebook page and, and, and tell your friends to uh, ask questions of what stories of Memphis music, the box tops, and Gary you want to hear. And we'll, do, uh, we'll just continue this and have weekly shows 
starting with this initial Gary Tally podcast. Is this fun? Yeah, I like it. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Gary Tally Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe to us in your favorite aggregator like iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on Alexa. And also visit GaryTally.com. Gary gives Skype guitar lessons. He has an online course, and there's going to be all kinds of new things that you're going to want to know about that Gary does in the music business you're going to love. So visit it at GaryTally.com and share us on Facebook and in Instagram. So till next time, this is Mike Stewart for the Gary Tally Podcast. Yeah.